This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. And I'm back, and we're back to normal here on KGMI Connects. Good to have you with us here on our Open Lines program. And thanks to Bill for keeping the keeping the, the seat warm. It is still warm from yesterday and the preceding days. I'm <laughs> kidding. But uh, glad that uh, he can uh, keep the conversation continuing here on KGMI Connects. I really appreciate him being available. And I took a few days off and uh, enjoyed myself. But now it's back to the back to the grindstone. Nose to the grindstone. We're happy to be here, and I uh, hope that you'll join us here on KGMI Connects. And so, oh, so much going on. And we got uh, another showdown over the uh, debt limit. And we've, if, if if you're unfamiliar with the debt limit at this point, I don't know. This has been going on for uh, well over a decade, having these showdowns, and we hold the. Government's uh, ability to pay and hostage. Yeah, I think we just have to be honest with ourselves. It's not a matter of reining in debt when, when we're talking about the debt limit. We're talking about, okay, we're, we, the money's already been spent or been promised. And, I mean, I guess isn't it kind of the deal where um, we talk about, oh, when it, if you're taking out a student loan, it shouldn't be forgiven because you should have to pay back loans that you take out. And the same thing apply to the U.S. government, and this goes for Congress, whoever's in charge. That the 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 money's already been spent, the loan has been given, so we need to be able to pay it back. And you know, right or wrong, we've spent the money. It's like uh, you've gone, you bought a new car, you ran up the credit cards and all that stuff, and then you say, you know, I really shouldn't have done this, so I'm not going to pay for it. Is that what we're going to do as a country? Just no, we really shouldn't have spent all that money in the first place. So we're not going to we're not going to pay the bill. We're not going to pay those who lent us the money. And that's what we're talking about with the the debt limit. It's not just okay if we don't allow any more uh, borrowing, then we'll fix the we'll fix the 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 debt problem our nation faces. No, that's not the that's not the case. It's money already been spent. But uh, that's that's one issue. Um, and there are more, but I won't uh, sit here and blabber along. Let's hear what Rod in Bellingham has to say gets us going. Of course, our number three six zero six seven six five four six four. Rod, good to hear from you. Hey, hey, I'm glad you had a good weekend off, so now you're back in the fire seat. That's right. You know, ready to take <laughs> that's the why, heat. That's why it's warm. That's, it's not because Bill right. left. It's because <laughs> you guys are in the seat of fire. You man. guys are cranking up the heat. You bet. All right. <laughs> So, and we're using gas, by the way. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. I hear you. Anyways, all right. So, I just wanted to talk about that political pendulum a little bit today here. Okay. And here we are. I'm going to take take us back in time just a little bit when I the majority have some harps. of the. <laughs> there you go. Well, the 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 majority of the population. Um, or the majority of the votes, if you will, the electoral votes, uh, went to a guy named Donald Trump. And so he got voted in primarily, if you talk to a lot of people, yeah, they might have liked some ideas, but they were already kind of familiar with him um, through TV and whatnot. Okay. He was the non-politician. And I guess if you listen to him, too, you know, you could tell he wasn't like our normal politicians. But he got voted in because of that. The, the public rejected what we have had for so many years with these career politicians or people who just didn't follow through with what they said they were going to do. So they voted Trump in. Then later on, Trump. Um, and I won't go into the whole process of how he was demonized because, you know, he he was kind of good at throwing fire, uh, throwing coals on him himself anyway as well. So the public said, we don't want him anymore. 
Let's get rid of him. And they turned around and they voted in a fella. Now, we're not going to get into all those discussions about how that went as well, but old uh, uh, Joe Biden got in. Yeah. And he's now president. They chose, again, if you just look at the end results, a person who's been pretty much nothing but a career politician his whole life yeah. or much of his, his working career. Sure. Uh-huh. So we went from one extreme to the other. And then, lo and behold, <laughs> worse, I'm laughing because we're dealing with a situation where they're both in the hot seat for having secret files. Now, the irony in all of that is really quite interesting. It's like we're at that point where we rejected the one, we hired the one, we rejected that one, hired the other, and here we are still grumbling about the same stuff, so to speak. And it's like, is there not poetry in that? Is there not a message in that? And then to top it off again, you were just talking about the debt and the debt ceiling. Mm Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when we think about, you know, responsibility, well, the government's been taking away the responsibility of many individuals for various circumstances. Now we have our politicians who are basically representatives, and they represent the population. Why should they act any differently? And so now here we are talking about the debt ceiling again. And this thing is $31 trillion and, and, and flying by. Now, wh- who does our government speak to for having that debt, you know, absolved or dissolved, however you want to say it? And it's like, is it another consortium of some sort, a global consortium that would allow that to occur? And this is what happens when your money isn't even based on anything except for your ability to go to war. Now, I just kind of like really transitioned off to the to the right there on that, but yeah, well, it, it's all well, the same stuff, Joe. It's all the same stuff. Well, money only has value. First of all, only has value as long as people have faith in it. And uh, as as we say, well, we're not going to pay our bills. Then I think their faith in in our monetary system falls pretty, 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 yeah, basically collapses. And, you know, I mean, when it comes to the debt, I mean, I understand that at a certain point, uh, it's, it is a detriment. It's, it's a drag on the economy, but ultimately you have to remember, it's not like you and me, uh, the country is an ongoing, uh, entity. It's not like us who can go bankrupt. Uh, it's, it's an ongoing, uh, thing. And, uh, the, that the fact that it carries debt and then continues and turns over debt over year after year after year isn't necessarily a horrible thing, uh, but until you get to the point where it is overwhelming and then you're paying all this money, I mean, billions and billions of dollars every year just in, in uh, interest on that debt. Uh, so it can get to be like having a, a well, it's gotten, I think it's probably has at, gotten to the point where we've got a, a credit card that's run up really, really high. We're paying high interest on it, and it's just n- never going away. But th- I, the idea that um, it's like a, a family, running a family and, and financing a family, it's not a, it's not a good uh, comparison because there really are two different entities there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but, but I'm talking about how they're, they're really they're, – they're, they're irresponsible. I mean, when you when, when you think about it, and then on top of that, you're like, okay, well, if our debt is this and Europe's debt is that, um, the European Union, and Russia's is this and China's is that, it's like who has – it's almost like who has the worst debt at that point? Okay, and then what, well, but... and then And then what do you compare that to and how does that get paid back? I think the only – the main thing is, is that – the U.S. doesn't want to run on the dollar bill. In other words, companies, you know, not companies, but uh, uh, countries going in and saying, hey, we want to call in our debt. 
and we don't have the cash or we don't have anything to base that on. I think that's what America really would fear. But that's the only thing that's going to. Well, what? Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not like uh, okay, China can call in its debt. So what's it going to take from us? It's not like you know the bank Correct. says, okay, you haven't been paying your bills, so we're going to take your house. It's not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. Another gun- yeah. country can't just say, okay, we declare you in default on your debt, and we're going to take what? I mean, how is that going to break us? I. You know, and this well, is all this. It's like something. any other agreement, and that's what we yeah. have to live up to. I mean, it's we we've taken out this you know these loans, so we have to pay them back, and the the the, the individuals, really the, the investors, the the Chinese, whoever they may be who who bought this debt, they're on a schedule to receive their payments, and that's what we're talking about uh, staying current with. Um, and and I hear what you're saying about uh, you know career politicians. Is that inherently a bad thing? I mean, should someone not be, you know, go into to politics as a career? I mean, there have been a lot of there are a lot of Republican and uh, conservative uh, politicians who have made oh, a yeah. great career out of being a politician. Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's I, something to be said. There's something to be said for knowing how the game is played and uh, being uh, being skillful at it. And um, I don't know why politics should be any different. I'm I'm not well, saying that. and and any politician anybody who's elected especially to the White House is going to they're going to have a honeymoon then there's going to be there's going correct. to be a, a time to of get a, out yeah exactly <laughs> like, well, get out of the house yeah. I think right. out of all of this in the end I mean it's almost like it can be summarized as a show in the end it's like this show. Um, where okay, if you if you want to call in your debt, okay, so what? Okay, we 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 transfer some ones and zeros in the computer. What does that really mean? Until you know, like there's a there was a move a show a series wow. called wow. American Gods where the where the fella said, uh, um, you know, the value of the dollar is not realized until it's exchanged for something, and so you know you exchange it for things that cannot be removed or taken. What does it all mean? I mean, we get into this weird philosophical debate of what does this all mean when somebody just can't, um, you know, pay their debt. And that's why I say, I think in some respects, we're we are where we are because of our military might. And it's a sad statement. But well, what that's are they the thing. Do? I mean, what's China going to say? We're calling in our debt, and uh, so yeah. And well, we're going to say, well, what 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 does that mean? I mean, yeah, we're we going to tongue out. <laughs> yeah. You're going to come and take California? Well, I don't think so, because you know, a big chunk of that debt helped us buy this military that we'll protect it with. So anyway, exactly. All right, Rod. All right. Well, I just thought I'd throw that out there, and we'll just <laughs> wall the, around in that in the mud for a while. You, so good you got the you back, gears Joe. turning. Thanks, man. Good to hear from you. <laughs> yep. All right, let's let's go to uh, John in Ferndale. Hey, John. Oh, I didn't know if there was any time left. Before, oh, yeah, we got break. a few minutes before the break. Uh, go ahead. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, Joe, if you listen to Dennis Prager or Rush Limbaugh years ago, this is an evil country. Evil, sick, and twisted. The kids, but they're having sex, and you got the transgenders. Don't even get me started about the gays, and then people cheating on their on the. You know, like it's all this social, social, social stuff uh, from Dennis Prager today. Not one mention of the debt ceiling, oh, right? Okay. This is all like now that now that they have their people in in place. It's going to be interesting to see whether whether uh, speaker. Uh, is going to be able to, you know, if he's going to have to make a deal on the Democratic side, because you can't default on the full faith and credit of the United States. And McCarthy knows that. It's kind of like if you got, like, angry, drunk dad, and he's at the wheel, and he's threatening to crash the car if he doesn't get his way, you know, or win the argument with, with mom. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, the, like... Dennis Prager, you know, the, the thing is, government is bad, Joe. Government is bad. We, we have to shrink government down to the size where we can drown it in a bathtub. And, and, and the, that's the message. So get this. Yeah, I don't remember the prime minister of New Zealand's name, but she is this amazing woman. She's done an amazing job, uh, you know, and, and on, on 
the COVID response. And she said way back when the pandemic started, because you got everybody recommending this, that, and the other. She said, trust what we're saying. You know, take everybody, what everybody else is saying, like, you know, about, oh, our favorites, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Take all that with a grain of salt. So she, so she puts out the, this this message, trust what the government health, well, of course she's going to say that. I mean, Joe Biden says that. And when Ronald Reagan was president, he said, trust the government. And, you know, it's, whenever anyone is in power, that is what they're going to say. And the other side, you know, uh, is there to cr- critique it, but not to be a contrarian. I agree. The only thing that I one of the only things I do agree with President Trump on was pro- was uh, warp speed to get the vaccines out. And had he not done that and chosen the right vaccines, look at what China is going through right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. and you know, what scares me, Joe, well, not scares me, it puts me on, on alarm, is that those variants that are brewing up in that gigantic country over there, whatever variants win are going to eventually come around to us. Now, we have the vaccines and we can tune them. And we can see what's coming up on our on our radar if we had a partner in China to share that information, which we don't. And, you know, Biden's wow. policies on trade like he's 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 actually he doesn't disagree with Trump's trade policies. He hasn't uh, lifted the tariffs or anything with chip manufacturing. Biden's putting China in a box and making us more self-reliant. And I don't know what goes on at the World Economic Forum. That was another thing Prager was on about. You know, it's funny, people on the, on the extreme left and on the extreme right, they hate any time that, that uh, people get together at Davos, you know, and talk about money and their money and how they're going to invest and what they want to do, you know. <laughs> Yeah, rich rich people just cannot be. When they get together, they can't be. They can't be up to anything but no good. I guess. Yeah. All right. Any, yeah, it's uh, you say Bilderbergs and no, the hair stands up on the back yeah, of the neck. Anyway. Yeah. All right, John. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for your thoughts. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back and we'll hear from you hopefully. Also from Rich, a couple of gyms. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in a moment. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023 the year you finally retire? Maybe you were unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call, 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you. Sold to bidder 126. The January Consignment Equipment Auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is now active online through the 21st of January. Visit MeridianEQ.com today to check out the extensive selection of current auction items and place your bid. Bids will be accepted through Saturday, January 21st. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel or online at MeridianEQ.com. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside. Serving members since 1936, WECU has served Whatcom County and the state of Washington for more than 80 years. This past fall, WECU announced the recipients of their Education First grant program, which supports local groups advancing education right here in Whatcom County. In total, the program awarded $110,000 to three local nonprofits making a positive impact to our community, including the Nooksack Salmon Enhancement Association, Pickford Film Center, and the Bellingham Child Care and Early Learning Center. To find out more, visit wecu.com slash education first. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin and Jewelry. They are the largest buyer and seller of gold and silver in the Northwest. Bayside Coin and Jewelry in the Iowa Business Park. If you have good news to report, email it to us at the Upside at cascaderadiogroup.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us today. Right back to the phone, Susan in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Susan. Uh, hello. What's on uh, your mind today? Uh, well, I would like to speak about advocating uh, at the grassroots level 
for uh, the, regarding the war in Ukraine. Okay. Um, I uh, did a small search engine search and found out that there was a one website called ExitRussia.org, and I found all, a lot of uh, corporations are still doing business with Russia. And uh, so I think that as commoners, we could promote boycotting and uh, writing letters uh, to the corporations who are still doing business with Russia and okay. tell them why we're boycotting them. Because uh, it was a, really a surprise to see how many corporations were still doing business with Russia. I mean, I'm not advocating um, auditing balance sheets to see how many corporations increased their profits after February 22nd, uh, 2022, or seeking connections with subsidiaries like Abbott's, who cornered the market for baby food. There's a record of a subsidiary owned by a Russian, and uh, not necessarily establishing a list of potential antitrust violators, but we can all... Uh, boycott and write letters and you know they they're saying they're protecting their fixed assets but to keep them from being confiscated like uh, the rebranding of mcdonald's but mm -hmm. i don't understand why monster energy drink is still doing business with russia so now i i just i just text or uh i just searched exitrussia.org and i just came up with a website that or it says that it's been registered but the owner hasn't put a site up yet. Are you sure that's the address, exitrussia.org? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, I'll look think, a little bit more. I, I think that Yale, there's a college that's keeping track of that also. And so this, I'm just asking everyone to boycott, try and boycott the corporations that are doing business and write letters to them and, and to tell them why. And that's what we can all do. I see uh, that. Uh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll look a little bit more, and, uh, yeah, appreciate your thoughts. Thanks, Susan. All right, thank you. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, our friend Rich in Ferndale has been hanging on. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing, doing well. Good to be back. Well, yes. Uh, the weather is eh, typical, <laughs> but not freezing. It's nice. Yep. So this, this last caller has a good point. Uh, we shouldn't do business with them. However, over the last year, that has done zero to help Ukraine. Our sanctions have done absolutely zero. Not doing business with them has done zero. It sounds good. It makes sense like it would help. All it actually does is appease our own conscience. I don't want to spend money with Russians either, but our horrible world economy that we were, was sold to us in a crap bag 30-some years ago was that this is going to be good. No, we're doing business with bad people. We can't do business with our own selves because we don't have the infrastructure to build our own things. We're slowly getting back on track for that. So... We've been sold a, a sack of lies the last several decades about this world economy. And don't you think for one second, Joe, that China can't walk in and call up our debt whenever they want? They have a military, and they have weapons, and they have a big army. So one day, this will be the excuse they can use to come for us. Just like Putin is making war with Nazis in Ukraine, right? That's his excuse for going in there. These dictators can make whatever excuse they want and do whatever they defend ourselves. So we should not be beholden to these other countries with our massive debt, this horrible, endless raising of the debt to the tune of $31 trillion. We're paying the price right now with inflation. You haven't noticed, right? Everything's expensive. That was because record spending of money during COVID and record handout of money caused huge consumer actions and people to buy, 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 because they had money. And so, therefore, everything went up. Therefore, money's become worthless. Now we have to raise the interest rates to slow it down and all these bad side effects. And you defend them, Joe. You defend these bad things all the time. It's like... Well, well I think you have to, to remember that that, that money that was given, uh, relief money that was given to many, many people, and there was some, much of it was misused, but much of it went to just pay for basics you know for people who couldn't I've work who this. couldn't who, and companies that couldn't be open to pay their that's rent Joe, to pay to pay their their utility bills 20 percent true 80 percent of All that right. is not true i watched these people locally so, corruptly but now money. you're you're you seem to be saying though there was n there were no problems there were really no debt i mean we've been here about debt for for 
ever. And the, the nation's right. debt, but there wasn't any debt before the before right. the pandemic and for before these big expenditures. I mean, there was we've debt never before. Given this much, I mean, there was never Joe. We've never seen a handout of money to business. So then, do like we just ever. say we're not going to pay those bills? We be, we spent there, the money. No, they're not bills, but, Joe. They were not bills. It was extra money that they went and spent on things we didn't need. Look but at all we the, spent uh, the money. We borrowed the, the money. Oh, That's no. what we're talking about with the debt ceiling. Is we borrowed yeah. the money and then so we 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 don't increase the debt ceiling in spite of having spent the money. We you owe know, the we money. That, we're not going to pay it back. Is that what we should do? We should have Democrats do both at the same time. You see, yesterday I made the point, you weren't here, that they did this nine-month spending thing for to operate the government through September, but they did not raise the debt ceiling. It was a crap sandwich they handed to the next Congress to raise the debt ceiling to make to hold hostage and do bargaining and play political stunts with. So they did half of the job. They spent the money, and they let the next Congress, which is a divided Congress, raise the debt ceiling, and that was just disgusting. I just realized that yesterday. When the news stories come out about the debt ceiling, wait a minute, December 29th, Biden signed a spending bill that would fund the government through September. Oh, wait, but it doesn't because they didn't raise the debt ceiling. So thank you, Democrat Congress, for only doing half of your job and kicking the can and playing political BS for what we got going on right now. All right. Okay, Rich. Thanks for day, you too, man. We'll take a quick break. We got other folks on the line. We'll get right to you back in 90 seconds here on KGMI Connects. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite. You become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023 the year you finally retire? Maybe you are unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call, 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. Joe T. and back with you. Glad to be here. Let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hey, welcome back, Joe. Thanks, Jim. Good to be back. I I hope it's uh, just a grindstone and not a millstone. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got got this. uh, I'm unwilling to uh, loathe, actually, to buy another iPhone for for good reasons, but uh, this one once in a while it'll just add it, uh, automatically in the middle of a call uh, dial somebody in my contacts and I get cut off. And that happened with me and Bill yesterday. Really? Huh? Yeah. It's so hopefully the... it doesn't happen today. Yeah. What is, is it? It's... A fairly new one, or you've had it for a while? No, it's an old one. Uh, I'm I'm a contractor, so I break phones once in a great while, and I so we're using <laughs> my wife's very very old phone. <laughs> But it's an iPhone, but it's you know not yeah, much good. Yeah. Anyway. So I want to uh, I want to agree, uh, agree uh, completely with what Rich said. Uh, you know we're we're heading for bad times, Joe. You know this is not going to end well. I don't know if it's going to be ten days, ten months, or ten years, but eventually, uh, you know the debt comes due, and we are like you know the the country is like people. I mean. The uh, nations have been going bankrupt uh, ever since man's civilization. So when what happens? It doesn't always, okay, you're not filing bankruptcy as a nation, but it's about, you said it right when you said that, uh, you know, it's about the confidence that people have in the dollar. Mm-hmm. And the confidence is waning because there's so many people spending energies on wokeness, on, on uh, <clears throat> sexual identity, uh, chasing down all kinds of rabbit trails, you know, if if in your business 
you know, you guys were uh, playing ping pong most of the time and weren't working hard, you know, eventually your radio uh, programs and stuff would suffer and people would tune in somebody. That's, that's the same way it is with nations. So the rest of the world is looking at us and they're seeing, you know, wow, those people aren't creating anything. They're not, they're not, they're spending all, wasting all kinds of energy on things that are never going to produce anything. I went to the former Soviet Union, you know, in the late 90s, just after the wall came down, and we could end up like them. And I tell you, it is ostentatious. They, 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 some people had televisions, but mostly they had outhouses. And their, their uh, way of living, their standard of living, I'm afraid we're, we're getting set up for, for something terrible. And, yeah, the, uh, the Republicans are probably going to put the stops on it or try to, and then they're going to be in trouble and they're going to get blamed because there's going to be real suffering. But they're only trying to, I'm sure, put off a much greater suffering later. So you think, you think we're more or less like uh, like the, the like the Romans were, uh, you know, just dallying about uh, with in orgies and and, gor- and gorging ourselves with food and uh, just not very, paying attention yeah, to. Very, <laughs> I don't know if you look very, at our country. I don't really see that. I see a lot of innovation, aren't we? And we, we seem to. I mean, just you know, our caller John earlier was talking about the vaccine. I mean, here's China. Uh, and you know, their their vaccine is supposed to be kind of worthless. Where here we've developed these vaccines that have saved millions of lives. So well, some I, of us I'm unvaccinated, and some of us don't think those vaccines are all that great. By okay. the way, I'm aware of that, but I, yeah, I, I think we could have taken a little more time and done a little bit better without so many side effects. But that's that's hmm. a whole other subject. But you mentioned okay. Rome. You know, the Roman denarii towards the end. Was it was so polluted with contaminants that uh, you know it well, wasn't there wasn't much there wasn't much silver in it any anymore and there's no silver in in our dollar so I mean we're just we're heading for a bad bad time everybody get ready all right well I don't know I I'm not ready to buy the the emergency food at this point but um, all right we'll see <laughs> well, Jim <laughs> if if you need it Joe it, there won't be any to buy. <laughs> All... The grocery stores have three days worth of food, yeah, and yeah. if there's an emergency, you can make that three hours. All and right. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'll go the, crazy. I'm not get saying, the freeze dried like stuff and dig my bomb shelter, and I don't know. Joe, I would like to head this off at the past so we don't have to do that. But the Democrats won't let it happen. They have no fiscal responsibility. Oh, they no. don't want to engage in that. And they don't know what's happening. Okay, well then, if that's if it's all on the Democrats' shoulders, then shouldn't we look back at nope. this last the last uh, round of tax cuts that the Republicans pushed through? They did that, and okay, you can make the argument. Okay, tax cuts are good, spending bad, but they didn't when they ha- controlled both houses of Congress. They controlled the White House. They didn't go on some cost-cutting spree. They didn't do any of that. They didn't take those steps. They just cut. For, they just cut what the government for, had. The revenue the government had cutting in, coming in. So for, they added to the debt that they, way. Did they have all three branches at the same time? I'm I'm sorry, I can't remember. Yeah, that's how they got their tax reform bill they, through because no Democrats voted had, for it. There, well, right, but you can still. Okay, gosh, yeah. sorry about that. No, that's okay. But, but, uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's, I'm just the throwing reality, that out there. Reality, we we can go bankrupt. And uh, it's just the, that type, what that bankruptcy will be is great, great suffering. And we might right. be making these iPhones for the Chinese when that happens. Well, okay. All right, Jim. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see it being quite that bleak, but um, I guess at least we'd have a job. No, I'm being facetious there. Let's go to Ann up in Sumas. Hi, Ann. Hi, and Joe. Welcome back. I've not Thank listened, you. I've not listened for a long time, so I missed a lot of things, but I'd like to bring up the fact that Dory Monson, who was just the most superb broadcaster, had died on New Year's yeah. Day. And a friend told me the other day, he doesn't listen, but he happened to listen. He said, you know, those people calling in talking about Dory, and I'm a listener to Cairo and have known Dory for long time. What an incredible, incredible influence this man had. He had people that insiders called in exposing the, you know, the 
huge expenditures, the dirty, you know, the underbelly of Seattle and Washington state politics. And today, his fill-in, she she uh, interviewed the governor. And if, they, if there's any way of wriggling out of something, I mean, uh, she's filling in, Randy Cruz is filling in, and she is a hard interviewer. Hmm. She knows how to answer, how to ask questions. Okay. And it was most interesting how he slithered out from, just slithered from answering questions. So uh, I know that there's a good a good listenership for Cairo, and they are they are gathering monies for a memorial for him. Okay. And I don't know. Did you ever know him? Did, did you I'm probably not, no? I, I I of course knew of him and have heard him many many times, but I, I never met him. So, okay, yeah. he was an incredible man. Now the okay. second thought is. All right. We should not be in Russia. I mean, in the Ukraine. Hmm. That is the most pointless war, and all we're doing is continuing it. And even the Democrats have said it is Biden that got us into this mess. Besides, we're funding billions of dollars. There are people making so much money on this war. Not only the armament people, but people in Russia and people in the Ukraine. Well, They're making profit from war, that's for certain. But you but think we should have just let Russia just you know no, no. have their way with Ukraine? No, no. It's called negotiations. But unfortunately oh. I don't know if that would work with Putin. Negotiations, either. but uh countries don't have a great deal of faith or even how could I say respect for President Biden, because the man, I mean, the man's not capable, let's face it. No, that's where it's the negotiation table. It's not war. And that should have been started. We should have never, ever. And right now we've got this boondoggle. The caller previous, prior to me, whoever, I can't remember his name, but he was so, he was so right on when he commented on this default. We are spending money for all the wrong things. We have people not working who are getting some type of subsidies. Every business is crying out for workers, and some of the liberal businesses in Bellingham said it's not that the fact, it's it's the quality of person that's coming to us to apply for a job. They're eliminated immediately. It's the quality. I don't know where these people, it's like the dregs of society all of a sudden. What happened to us? Well, I think for one thing, we do have really low unemployment, so I don't know. Maybe that's the dregs are all that's left. But okay, people getting money not to work. All right, and I well, I don't know how there there are some, but okay, uh, but I want to give because uh, we're running a little short on time. Appreciate your call, and Jim in Bellingham's been hanging on forever. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How's it going? Uh, doing all right. What's on your mind here? Yes, I would remind people that, uh, as Michael Frenny would say, qui bono, who benefits. Okay. So a lot of right wingers like the spending to be cut, but uh, they're not too keen about cutting the military, right? Which is as bloated as it ever could get. Well, and that you and know they, that's a point that came to mind when we were talking about all this. I mean, spending cuts. Okay, let's cut spending, but then you've got three hundred thirty million people or whatever in the United States, and every every one of them has different ideas of what's important, what's not. So what do yes. we cut? And do we cut the military? Do we cut? Uh, do we cut social programs? And which social programs? And you, and, and, you, know, you are, bail out AIG and the finance. With, that was the first thing Obama did when he got president. He, he said, "I'm on your side." The, the rich businessmen who knowingly traded in credit default swaps that were worth nothing or going to be worth nothing, and then they bailed those people out and. In huge numbers, and the and oil companies get subsidies. Farm, uh, big agribusiness gets subsidies. And I'd just like to say, you know, I watch uh, the cable news, and it, our media really is the corporate media, and that's what Gore Vidal mentioned. He said uh, the the control on opinion in our country is one of the wonders of the Western world. Here's a, a good example. Lawrence O'Donnell is on MSNBC, and they get. 
they're essentially a capitalist, of course, capitalist station. They're a little better than Fox, but he uh, has this uh, program called KIND. It's an acronym, Kids in Need of Desks, for Mali. I believe the country is Mali, Africa. It's a good cause. Uh, but then he never mentions that he could find in Black Agenda Report the um, uh, the AFRICOM, which is United States Africa Command. So what are we doing over in Africa? Oh, we got to fight the terrorists. Well, there are terrorists, but the main reason is so we can, we can extract wealth from their country, as, as okay. Europe and America has been doing for hundreds of years. And, and the little guy in our country doesn't benefit from that at all. We pay the taxes for the soldiers and the weapons, and then we, we sell oh. compradors. They get a healthy cut and then say the rest is yours. And uh, so okay. uh, that's why it's, it's, it's pretty bad to watch uh, TV. And if people's minds largely are left out of so many other different explanations and opinions. And I'll just end with this, that the rich don't do so bad under both parties, do they? That's and when right. the Democrats are in right. power, you know, Jay Rockefeller from D Democrat right. from West Virginia, he was one of the Rockefeller family men, and, and he was actually somewhat liberal. But uh, the Democratic Party is better than the Republicans for the little guy. But those days it may uh, be rather tenuous, too, and upcoming. So. All right, Jim. Thanks for your well, call. For Appreciate your thoughts. On, you bet. Uh, just, yeah, I mean— Keep a wary eye. We'll be back back in just a moment. 60 seconds we're back. And we got um, Michelle, Bruce, Michael on the line, and we'll squeeze your call in too. 360-676-5464. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Happy New Year's from all of us here at Hinton Chevrolet in Linden. No New Year's resolutions for us. When you conduct business in an honest and straightforward fashion, there is no need for change. The easiest place to buy a car and the best service guys that you can find. Come visit our dealership and see why our customers are happy even after the holidays. Hinton Chevrolet Buick, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's, or online at hintonmotors.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday, and let's go right back to the phones. Michelle in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. You're sharp as a tack today, so your time off obviously was beneficial for <laughs> That's you. A, yeah, I got, a, got some good rest. <laughs> All right, That's thanks. great. I'm happy to happy to hear that. Um, I'll get right to the point. Uh, yeah, I could talk all day about what a great guy Dory Monson was. I knew him, and he, he was a super guy. But anyway, um, I didn't agree with him a lot, but he's still a super guy. Yeah. And that leads me to my next statement. I totally agree with the First Amendment, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and so on. I agree with that totally. Now, we all know there are places that you can't you can't preach about your religion in the workplace, and you can't speak out against certain things in the workplace or in certain other venues, you know. But, in, you know, in public, in print, you write a letter to the newspaper, uh, magazine, whatever. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, who I think is about as extreme as any Democrat that's ever served in Washington, D.C., is a um, representative from Texas. Um, I disagree with her in almost every way, shape, or form, but I defend her right to state and, and free, freely speak it. But what she wants to do with this act she introduced into the House yesterday, it's called the Leading Against White Supremacy Act. And um, now, you know, I am anything but a white supremacist. I don't believe in, in uh, you know, condemning anyone for being who they are, whether they're black, white, red, green, or from Mars. But I do condemn bad actions and bad acts. And what Sheila Jackson Lee wants to do is to make free speech against the law in the context of anyone 
who writes that a conservative broadcaster, conservative writer, broadcasts or writes or speaks, uh, you know, in favor of white supremacy or against um, black people, I guess, and conversely. And, you know, while I would never do it in the way she's saying, I do believe that people do have the right to, to hold their opinions without being arrested. It's utterly horrible in Canada that somebody could be arrested for, you know, using, I mean, I'm a gay mm-hmm. woman and yeah. I don't like being insulted, but my God, in Canada, if you use the quote unquote wrong pronoun for somebody, you can be arrested. Well, that's nonsense, but they don't have the, the First Amendment in Canada. And it's one of their big flaws as a, as a nation. And we need to, and I'm not worried about this bill passing in the House because it won't, yeah. but um, thank God for the Republicans in this case. But, uh, and most of the Democrats too, I think, would vote against it all. So I don't think the Democrats have totally lost their minds. And, you know, I think that uh, the whole idea behind making, you know, I don't like the Proud Boys, but on the other hand, they have a right as long as they're peaceful. And I, of course, January 6th is another story. But I don't like anybody. I'm opposed to the viewpoints that these people express. But on the other hand, they have a right to express them within you know, certain frameworks, uh, you know, nobody has the right to shout fire in a crowded theater or to advocate the violent overthrow of the United States. Right. But we or do have or a the right. violence violence against another person or any of that. And I, right. I, 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 right. I would and agree I, with you. Yeah, I think I um, have been insulted many times in my life for being a gay woman. I just let it go. I, I you know, heck with it. I mean, I'm not going to lower myself to their point of view. They don't understand that, you know, I mm-hmm. can't control being a gay woman uh, in terms of orientation and control my behavior. But in terms of orientation, I can't control that any more than a black person person control being born with black skin. And it's just um, this whole thing about making certain speech speech illegal is just utter nonsense. And I just wanted to alert, I know you've got other people, I just wanted to alert the, the listeners that this is another example of woke going nuts. And um, that's it for now. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it, Michelle. Well, it's it's extremism and uh, whatever you want to call it. I guess there's extremism on uh, both sides. Well, let's go to Bruce uh, in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to speak a few moments about uh, the debt ceiling. Okay. And uh, I've, I've known for a long time that it, it simply is a problem that is not a high priority. Yeah, I, it, I would say it, not for anybody, it, 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 really. It's a tremendous problem, but it's, there, there's no priority to it. These 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 leaders get get up there and they say the uh, the I hate the word, but existential threat. Well, what is a bigger existential threat than the debt ceiling? And the debt itself. And I had heard that the the debt accounts for or would cost each person in the United States a hundred thousand dollars. Probably to pay yeah. it off. Yeah, that sounds and, and, probably about and, right. You know, and the the the, the uh, Donald Trump, I know a lot of people don't don't care for him, but I, I think he was a great man. But he said that the the country is like a giant ship, and to make a, a change, to, to make a 180-degree change takes a lot of time and a lot of care. Okay. All right. And 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 uh, you know, it, but just these these leaders we've got, I just come to the conclusion that not all of them, but I think a lot of the prominent leaders are are there for self enrichment. All right, Bruce, I appreciate your call, and I want to I want to give Michael a chance. He's been hanging on, but uh, I don't know that. Okay, well, I'll well, let's just go to Michael. Michael and Linda joins us. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe, how are you? I know we have limited time, and I just want to be less than two minutes and echo exactly what the last caller was trying to say as well. We have the wrong kind of leaders. Now, there's two forms of government. Everybody says we all live in a democracy. A democracy is defined by living under majority rule. 
okay? We do not live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic. The difference is minority voices are respected in a constitutional republic, unlike with a democracy where, you know, 51% of the people say it is that way, then everybody has to live that way, right? That's why they saw states as having supremacy. So one state might want to have gun rights. One state might not want to have gun rights. Uh, same thing with abortion. Same thing with marijuana, right? All those things people disagree on. Well, maybe some states want to have it legal and some states don't. But the whole point is the federal government never decides for everybody. And uh, well, it does on it, it does on on many issues. I mean, you can't say yeah. because the Constitution spells that out. It spells out what what. Uh, right. Okay, but go ahead. But now here's the thing. So here's exactly what uh, what the, the quote is. He says, "The democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. It can only exist until a majority of the voters discover they can vote themselves large gifts from the public treasury. From the moment that on, the majority will always vote for the candidate promising the most benefits from the public treasury. And with that result, democracy will always collapse or lose fiscal policy." which is always then followed by a dictatorship. But I'll follow that up with one last quote, and I'll let you go, and this one is going to be from uh, Thomas Madison. Okay. We may define our republic as a government which derives its powers directly from the body of the people. It should be administered by people holding the office for a limited time, having good behavior. It is essential that such government be derived from a great body of society, not from an inconsiderable proportion of the favored class of it. Okay. Otherwise, All right. tyrannical nobles will be oppressing people by the delegation of their powers and for the claim of government, the honorable title of republic. All right, so, Michael. Well, all right. Appreciate your... It should be just the rest of us. But I think, yeah, but we do elect our representatives uh, democratically, so that is where the democracy, we're a, you know, a democratic republic where we have a say as, as uh, citizens, a say in who those representatives are. They don't just say it's me or they, there's not a king ordaining them as such and uh, I, so you ought to tell Tim Iman that uh, you know this is not a pure democracy we don't vote on every little tidbit as a, as a population but we'll be back tomorrow and take your calls and your thoughts it's KG Mike and X